Welcome to episode 74 of the A Free Spirit Life podcast. Hello, beautiful Free Spirit family. I'm Shannon. I'm a holistic life coach, intuitive spiritual mentor, a writer, an artist, a teacher. And I'm back on the podcast. I took a little break to try out YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed to my new channel, you can go to A Free Spirit Life on YouTube. I will include the link here. Some of the past episodes that I've shared there are about forgiveness, learning how to live with love, letting it lead our way in life and finding comfort on this roller coaster ride. Oh my goodness, are you on the roller coaster ride with me? Sometimes it's a gentle ride and sometimes it's a wild one. And sometimes the wild is okay. It keeps us on our toes, it keeps us alert. We need to lean into our wild side sometimes, but it can be very challenging too and we need each other. So go check out those episodes if you want to see what I've been sharing. In today's show, I thought I'd let you know a little bit about where I'm at, what I've been up to, and I want to do a little bit deeper dive into what and why human design can help change your life, but particularly talking about when you're a visionary, when you are an intuitive, when you are highly sensitive or an empath, when you are big hearted and you have visions for how you want to see the world and you want to see your life and you want to see the future. And when you have that outlook and that gift in life, it can make you feel Sometimes alone, it can be very discouraging because what you see isn't always what's going on right now here in the present moment. And there is a reason why they say patience is a spiritual practice. (laughs) It is not my favorite spiritual practice. I mean, I am happy to walk in the woods. I am happy to go on retreat, get massage. Um, I even love meditation, doing art and journaling as a form of spiritual practice, but patience, (sighs) seriously. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and it's specifically for you because when you have that outlook and you have a big heart and you're going through this waking up process you can feel depleted, but also very enthusiastic. And it's, that's kind of the roller coaster ride also, this feeling of enthusiasm and joy and celebration for life because you can see the beauty even in the midst of the mess. And then sometimes you're just, humanness takes over and the mess just brings you down. And why I... I'm going to talk and integrate and weave in the human design discussion today is when you have that gift of seeing things before they are coming to fruition, you grow up and 
operate and live in a world where you start to wonder, is there something wrong with me? Um, am I having a mental crisis? Um, are these gifts that I think are gifts? Are they hindrances? Why do I feel different? Um, why do I stand out? Why do I always want to go the path less traveled? And human design starts to shine a light on your gifts and your uniqueness. And since we are waking up from the world that taught us our uniqueness is something to hide, to shy away from, to be embarrassed by, or to um, keep to ourselves, you know, we've really been taught how to fit in, how to be like everyone else. And and yet that's the, the waking up process. Having a spiritual awakening and moving into this more love-filled consciousness. And I know if you're listening to these words that resonates with you, you see a life that is full of love and harmony and joy and one that celebrates our uniqueness, celebrates our differences, honors and uplifts each other's and really encourages collaboration. And when you feel it in your bones and you feel that so deeply and yet you're still looking at the world through the residual, <clears throat> you know, the, the lens of how we were taught that we should point fingers at those who are different, that we should laugh at, that we should hide our true gifts. And I'm so grateful to be a visionary. I'm so grateful to be highly intuitive. I'm so grateful to be able to walk a different path and to carve my own path and to really even embrace the term trailblazer because <clears throat> we need the trailblazers in the world to make a difference in this life. There's so many of you. There's so many amazing souls. You can be a gentle, quiet trailblazer or a very extroverted, outward trailblazer. But being someone who wants to live and lead with love, that is revolutionary. That is the revolution that we are in right now. That is what we're waking up to. And what's so exciting is there is a mass awakening happening. You know, I've said this before, but several years ago when I would ask people if they knew what human design was, no one knew. <laughs> and I'm not saying no one in the world knew. But no one in my circles knew what I was talking about. Now what I'm noticing is that a lot of people are waking up to new holistic healing modalities, understanding them a little bit more. When I ask people about human design now, I'm getting most people know what it is and even what their energy type is. I'm also seeing a lot of people that don't really know how to apply it, don't really know what to do with it. They might know what it is, but then what? And that's what I want to talk about today is I'm going to share the top ways once you know what your human design energy type is 
And you can look at the link in the show notes to look up your free chart. You'll need your birthday, your year, your time of birth, and where you were born. And you can look up your energy type. In today's show, I'm going to share why it matters and how you can start applying that into your life. But one of the greatest things that it does is it validates what you've always thought was different and weird and unique about you. And it shines a light on your true gifts and why you're here and what you're here to share. And that's what the mass awakening is doing for so many is it's, it's, I keep seeing this visual and I've said this in other shows where we're learning that we have wings and now we're learning how to, how to use them. But it's almost like taking a breath for the first time in a new way. It's like, Oh my God, like waking up feels like, wow, I've been, you know, it's that, it's that analogy of the fish in the fishbowl and they are swimming around in the fishbowl, but they didn't know that they were in water. They're just swimming in it. They never saw the water before. And now it's like, wait a second, where have I been breathing? Is this air toxic? I've been breathing this air, but it's been kind of shallow. I've been depleted. I've been giving my power away. And now it's like, oh my God. It's like you think of yourself in the forest, that air, you're inhaling it and then exhaling for the first time. It's like, oh, there's a whole new world out there that I've always known. I'm just now remembering I'm remembering what it what it's like to breathe this fresh air for the first time, to see the color in the forest, to see the vibrancy of the beauty around me and inside of me. And now we're rediscovering, well, what is that beauty? What are those unique gifts and strengths? What am I here to do? Who am I? And Human design is a tool that shows you your energy body. You've been very well schooled in your physical body. But now in the forest, in this breath of fresh air, you're like, wait a minute. I don't just see a tree. I feel the energy here. I'm walking barefoot with my feet on the earth and I'm feeling the energy of the earth. I'm hearing and seeing the waterfall, but I'm not just seeing the water. I'm sensing that that fluidity and that flow and that beautiful, vibrant water is not only there, but it's within me. I see the sun. Have you guys noticed the sun looks different? I see the sun. I see the rays coming off of the sun. I I start to feel the vibrant heat from the sun, but there's something electric about it. That's what waking up is. It's feeling the air. You're seeing the leaves in the forest moving, but you're seeing the effects of that air and it's blowing in your hair and you're breathing it in in a new way. And then you're like, Oh my God, 
I've been plugged into this matrix that told me I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't enough, that I didn't have enough, that I need to buy more, that I need to cover these wrinkles and color this hair (laughs) that's turning gray, whatever it is. There are so many things. In fact, I just watched the football game. My my 10-year-old's obsessed with football. I am uh, learning so much (laughs) about all the different players and the different teams. And we were watching the game last night, and we got to a point in the recording where it was live. And, you know, I try to avoid ads because it just is such a downer. And we're watching the ads, and I'm just, I mean, everything is so in your face about let me feed you this bad food let me then give you these pills to numb let me um, feed you this uh, um, let me let me let me back up I don't want to sound like I'm judgmental Um, I am judging it so let me back up and do this in a more um, balanced way When you start to wake up, you see things differently. That's what I'm really trying to say. Okay, so the water (laughs) in the fishbowl is the same analogy as the ads on the TV. What are they trying to get us to participate in? Because if I were to eat the way they told me to and drink the way they want me to and, um, take the pharmaceutical drugs that they are telling me that I probably need because I'm eating and drinking that stuff. It's a cycle that you can't break free of. Living a free spirit life is freeing your spirit. It's uniting your mind, body, spirit in what feels holistic, grounded, and balanced for you. There isn't one path to live. And I'm not saying you need a perfect diet. It's not about perfect. It's about embracing the imperfections. But it's about breathing in the air that you want to breathe. Walking the path that you want to walk. Shining a light on your uniqueness rather than trying to be like everyone else. Being a free spirit is one that understands that you are a unique energy body living in a physical human body here to have a beautiful evolved experience that hopefully as you're waking up is about opening your heart and living and leading with love so that your uniqueness can connect with others uniqueness and we can lift each other up. That's what the visionaries are seeing. That's what the big hearts want. That's what the trailblazers are leading the way in right now. So (laughs) thank you for listening to that winding path. What I'm really trying to highlight is that there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise going on and we have to learn discernment. We have to learn what are we plugged into? Can I still watch a football game and fast forward the ads? Honestly, I'm so sensitive now that even watching the football game was too much for me. It was overloaded my system. I don't like seeing people get hurt. Um, So for me, I'm actually probably going to have to unplug from some of that. That's going to work on my path. For you, it's something different, right? 
we come from a world that told us there's only one path and you're going to have to live and plug into this path. And we're saying, no, nope, we're going to choose something different, something that is more loving and something that unites us. And it starts with you. So if you're having turmoil and you're having resistance to celebrating your unique gifts, or you're feeling like you're not sure what your gifts are and you're in that place of waking up, you're in that place of taking a new breath and you're in that place of remembering, which I really think we all are in life. We're just on different stages, different paths. Then... Allow yourself the gift this season to unplug from some of the noise and to slow down the pace a little bit and to return to stillness. And what I really mean by that is when you go at a slower pace, you start to see life still has the same amount of hours in a day. You can still check off your list, but you don't have to do it frantically. And when you do it more grounded, you feel better and you don't miss what's unfolding in the present moment. So symbolically over the weekend, I have caught myself kind of wanting to look ahead, then pulling myself back to the present and wanting to look ahead and pulling myself back to the present. Now I still have a vision of where I'm going. I still see the future. That's very important. But there's also something that's so calling us right now to be present, to be patient, to be with what is mess and all. And so when you do that, you allow yourself to breathe and to observe. And I think that's a really important thing right now because there is so much noise out there. I mean, even if you just hopped on your Instagram feed for one minute, can you imagine how many different topics you get hit with in 60 seconds? If you're not discerning, that can be so such a jolt to your system as an intuitive, as an empath, as a sensitive being, as a big-hearted visionary in this world. So use discernment right now. But what I was going to say is this past weekend, my symbolic gesture of slowing down was learning how to make sourdough bread. <laughs> and um, I like learning things. No, I love, I'm obsessed actually with learning new things. But things like sourdough bread, that to me sounds like too much effort. It slows me down. Um, it's something I'll do someday. And I have so many other things I'm doing. Like I'm editing my book right now. I'm painting. I am creating prints for the holidays. I am making my affirmation deck. I have my children (laughs) that I'm a mother to. There's a lot of things that um, call me and so I put off other things that maybe would slow me down. But it felt like a calling this weekend. And a friend of mine gave me sourdough starter. I learned how to feed it. I'm, as we speak right now, I'm waiting for it to rise for the next step. And I still felt like I got to do other things. I felt at peace. And it was just, it, it's in fact, I, we're calling her Sarah Doe. 
<laughs> and it feels like I have a new pet. And when you get a new pet, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, oh my God, all this responsibility. I have so much to take care of. I have to tend to this. But there's also something quite beautiful. It's definitely a life lesson. So for me right now, it's the bread. I'm going to tend to the bread and be in the moment and see where it takes me next. What do you need to tend to in your life? What is something that you can do in a slower pace? It might simply be drinking your cup of tea while you look out the window. Maybe it's connecting with your breath and just deeply breathing and putting your hands to your heart and being thankful for your breath and your body in this moment. That could be a moment of stillness. That could be a moment of slowing down and slowing the pace enough so that you can just observe and discern. So let's use that as a gateway into talking about human design because I think it helps you learn how to discern in a really beautiful way. So human design is an integration of healing modalities that that have been around for thousands of years. I like to lean on those because there's a reason why they existed. They were here to teach us more about our true nature. They are here to teach us about our true nature. That includes Eastern and Western astrology. It's the Kabbalah tree of life, the Chinese I Ching, and the Hindu chakra system. Those four modalities are beautiful wisdom teachings that show us who we are, that teach us about our energy, that show us how we operate. And those four modalities are integrated with quantum physics and what we are learning and continue to learn about energy. And I think people understand now. I mean, there was a time where I had to really explain that we actually are energy. And I really think if you're listening to this, you know this. Like, it's so well known now that everything is made up of energy, even though we can't see it. Well, some can see it. And more and more of you are waking up to the fact that, yeah, you've always been able to see, whether it's through seeing spirit guides or seeing images or seeing color or seeing auras, that there is a, a lot that we can see now too. There's energy all around us and within us. And what human design does it is it really shows you how your energy operates in your physical form, in your body. It is your energy DNA. So we all know that there are people that we click with, that we resonate with, that we really feel electric charge with. And then there are people that repel us. And a lot of times you can see that in your human design chart. There are people you plug into energetically and there are people that you don't. So the first thing that you can learn about human design is your energy map. The energy that you were gifted, is it consistent? Do you have access to your consistent creator, builder, doer energy in this world? Or do you have inconsistent access to that energy? Those of you who have consistent access to that energy are called generators or manifesting generators. You operate very differently than those who have inconsistent access to their energy, which are manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. 
When you know this about yourself, you start to make decisions in a different way. You start to honor your energy in a different way and protect your energy in a different way. Those of you who have consistent access to your energy have to go to bed really tired. You need to burn your physical and mental energy every day. Those of you who have inconsistent access to your energy, you need to go to bed before you're tired so that you can dissipate all of that extra energy you collected. And simply knowing that can help you sleep better. There are so many generators and manifesting generators who toss and turn when they're trying to fall asleep or they wake up in the middle of the night because they didn't burn the energy that they needed to during the day. There are many manifestors, projectors, and reflectors who can't sleep because either they're sleeping with generators and they're really riding on that energy or they went to bed too tired and now they're, they, they've never given themselves the opportunity to release. And just knowing that can help you sleep better. And we all know what, how important our sleep is. Not only does it help you sleep, though, it helps you operate throughout the day. Because generators and manifesting generators who have consistent access to their energy... They're really here to burn that energy on the things that they enjoy, on the um, uh, activities that light them up, being able to finish tasks in a more aligned way. What happens to those of you, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors who do not have that consistent energy, you end up burning and riding like a generator. And when you get to about 40 or you get to the 50s, you start to burn out. A lot of people who have thyroid issues, who um, have autoimmune or things that um, really affect your energy and burn out, that's something to look at in your human design chart. You start to learn how to Stop working so hard and and create moments of downtime and recharge time because you're living in a culture that still doesn't really honor rest and downtime and you want to go, 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 go all the time, but you're not designed to operate on a go, go, go. And really all of us obviously need downtime too. We need to have more downtime. But when you look specifically at your chart, you can see and determine and make a plan for how you best operate and how to honor your energy before burnout or how to replenish and learn how to heal from burnout based on your own energy. So that's really important. You also, in human design, learn how your intuition operates. So instead of trying to make decisions in your head and waste days, weeks, months, years of your life going through pros and cons, getting migraines, going back and forth with trying to figure out your life, there are ways that you can 
Learn how to tune in and connect and integrate with your body so that you feel your intuition in your body and not try to make decisions with your head. Your mind is a beautiful tool. It is a tool for processing information, for coming up with um, vision and imagination and uh, insights, but it is not here to be the decision maker. It is here to work alongside your intuition and your body. It is a co-decision maker, if you will, but you have to let your intuition really help you make those integrated decisions. We make decisions every single day, whether it's what you eat, what you're going to wear, who you're going to talk to, uh, where you're going to plug your energy into, what you want to manifest in this world. Oh my God, every single day is, is another decision. How do you know if you're making a decision in your head or based on what others are telling you to do or a decision that is truly in alignment with your intuition, with your mind, body, spirit, with your path? Knowing how to access your intuition, how to feel it in your body is a really important tool for making aligned decisions. And when you make aligned decisions to your energy type and to your um, gifts that you're here to share and your authentic strengths, then you're riding the current. You are walking the path with least resistance, and you're not stuck in the mud, not knowing where to go next. Knowing and really understanding how to integrate your human design into your daily life also teaches you about your learning style. All of us have different learning styles, and sometimes they create tension so as an example, I'm a 4-6 in human design that is called your profile. It's how you experience life and learn from it. As a 4, I love and thrive on connecting with people, one-on-one -on -one conversations, getting deep, um, networking, connecting others together. I love people. I'm a social person. I like to be with people. The six in me, though, wants to keep my distance, wants to take breaks from people, wants to, um, rather than just doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, wants to give you my book and have you be your own coach and kind of have that distance between us. I need and thrive on both. I need to be with people and then I need to distance myself and get breaks. That is how I learn and experience learning in life. There are people who are one threes. The one in them makes them a researcher. They love data and they have to know everything. When they're getting ready to learn something new, they want to dive deep into all the facts and study and collect information. But then the three in them wants them to just jump in and go for it. Just experiment, give it a try. When you know that about yourself, you don't get stuck in the research phase and you don't phase and you don't get stuck in the just jump and try it phase. You learn how to integrate both so you feel balanced. So then you know, okay, I'm done. I've done my research. Now I've just got to jump in and try it. May not work out, but I'm going to learn something from it. 
and then I'm going to jump in and try it. And then you know what? I really need to research this again. And you're going to learn how to use that tension to keep in the, in the center. And, and what I like to think of it, it's like a tuning fork. When I think of tension, why I'm saying that term, it's like if we're, if, if you're using an instrument, your body is an energetic instrument. And if you're too much on the experimental side and you're just jumping in and you're never doing the research, well, you're really living out of tune. Just as if you just kept yourself stuck researching and researching and researching and never just jumped in and gave it a try, you're also keeping your string way too tight. So learning how to tune your instrument is finding that perfect tension on the string, if you will, or in your energy so that you play more harmoniously. And so learning your energy style, your um, your learning style helps you know how to tune what's out of tune, <laughs> if that makes sense at all. And so there are very there are many different. I was just giving an example of the four six and the one three. There are many other profiles in human design, and knowing that about yourself is really really helpful. Human design also teaches you how you connect in relationships. Wow, do we need this? You know, at the beginning of the show, I talked about how patience is a spiritual practice. Well, another really amazing tool for self-discovery, empowerment, and healing is in relationship with others. I really see that every relationship we have, whether it's a marriage, a, your children, your boss, the people in the grocery store, we all have opportunities to learn and grow from each other. They tend to be mirrors of ourselves. We are all connected so we can see and learn from others. And that helps us learn a lot about ourselves too. There are ways that you broadcast your energy out into the world consistent ways that you broadcast energy out into the world. People feel that from you. And then there's energy that you receive from others. And so when you're in relationship with others, that's the tension or the opportunity or the connection or the connection you don't feel with people. It's about your energy. So there are some of you who who are defined emotionally, which means you ride emotional waves. And there are some of you who are open in your emotional centers. And that means you ride the waves of others. And knowing that in your energy makeup will show you why is it that you feel pretty chill, but when you're with other people, you start to feel anxious. Oh my God, did you just take on their anxiety? Why is it when you are in the grocery store, you meet somebody in the line and they're like, you know what, I've never told anyone this. And they feel it's necessary to dump their emotional baggage onto you. They leave feeling great and you're left holding all of that stuff. Now you're feeling heavy and dense and yucky and why? because you have an open emotional center. They felt that from your energy. They felt that you were a safe person to release that with. And and yet if you don't know that about yourself, you don't know how to release it or cleanse it or um, protect your energy. <laughs> um, so many other ways that we relate to other people. Maybe you have a defined throat and you are the kind of person who can always access your words 
Maybe you're designed to speak what's on your mind. Maybe you're more someone who speaks what's in their heart or speaks from their gut or speaks how they feel. And then there's those of you who have an open throat center and you, you find it hard to find your words unless you're with others. And then you're brilliant at speaking on behalf of the group. All of that and more is in your human design energy blueprint. What about all that past work that you are working on? You know, the emotional collective past baggage we've taken on from our youth, from our schooling, from how we were raised, from the culture we live in, from this matrix that we're waking up from. We've collected a lot of thought forms, a lot of behaviors, a lot of habits that no longer serve us. And if we're not familiar with how we've collected that, it can feel like we're looking through a cloud constantly. What is wrong with me? Nothing is wrong with you. But maybe you're looking through the lens of the thoughts you collected from your ancestors or the thoughts that you collected from your teachers who maybe weren't very supportive of you. When you learn that, you can look at your human design. If you have a very open head center, as an example, it can show you, wow, I've really collected a lot of thoughts that no longer serve me. And those negative thoughts that I say about myself, who are those thoughts? Who, who, where do those thoughts even come from? Those aren't even mine. And you can start to see how to clean up some of those thoughts and release those emotions that we've been collecting over our lifetimes so that you can feel at zero point. You can feel more in this moment. You can feel like you're stepping in that forest with a fresh, clean slate. You can take a breath knowing, ah, those old thought patterns and habits aren't mine. I can release those now and you can learn how to do that. Also in your human design energy blueprint, you learn what your life's theme is. You can learn what you're here to communicate, what you're here to learn, what you came into this life with, the true gifts that you came into this life with, the true uniqueness that you're here to share, and your life's curriculum, where you're headed, why you're here, what you're here to learn, and how you're here to share it. It's all in your energetic map, your human design chart. The beautiful thing is when you use tools like this on your self-discovery path, all it's really doing is validating what you've always known inside. It's helping you remember who you truly are. And that is such a beautiful thing because it gives you the language to understand yourself better. It gives you the language to say, oh, this is what's happening to me when I'm riding other people's emotional waves. Now I understand how to ground myself before I'm in crowds or how to shield and just, you know, um, cleanse my energy when I am feeling like I need more grounding. Um, so many things, so many ways to remember and honor who you are, to allow your spirit to move and flow and fly freely in this life. 
so we can stay in the fishbowl and we can swim in the circle and we can breathe in that water that maybe isn't good for us anymore. Or maybe we could step into the forest and look around and take that breath of fresh air and see energy in a new way and look behind us and see our wings have always been there. Where do you want to go? Who are you in this life? What's your unique path? What's your intuition and your intuitive guides? Where are they nudging you to go next? That's your lesson. That is what you're being called to do in this waking up process. Right now on your spiritual path, you are waking up. You are remembering what you have always known and have always had deep down inside of you, that you are whole, that you are complete, that you are beautiful, that you are imperfect for a reason, that you are here to grow, to heal, to evolve, and to expand, and to let your wings guide you, to celebrate your uniqueness, and to stop wasting any more of your valuable, precious, vital life force energy questioning yourself, doubting yourself, fearing your gifts, being stuck in the past or being too far ahead in the future where you don't allow yourself to see the beauty and the brilliance that is you in this moment. So as you take this pause right now, notice how you feel. What is the one thing that I have said or shared that resonates the most with you in this moment? What is the one thing that you want to remember? Let's place our hands on our heart together in this moment. Take a breath of that fresh air in the forest or at the ocean or on the mountaintop. Look around you right now. Maybe you have to close your eyes to see that vision of what you want to see. Know it's there. It's always been there. It will guide you next. Trust in it. Trust in yourself. Trust that you're hearing these words today in the right timing. Trust that you are on the right path at the right time in your life. Go at a slower pace today. Observe where you're going. Observe where you want to go. Tune in with your intuition. Notice how your body feels and see if you can do some tweaks today to help bring yourself back in tune. For me, my tweaks are going to be, okay, pause and go check this bread (laughs) and see how it worked. It's an experiment. Sometimes it works and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And sometimes it's like, oh my God, I have to throw this away and start again. (gasps) Patience, practice, (sighs) life, right? But life is beautiful in this moment and we're in this together and we are celebrating each other and I honor and celebrate you. As you go through your day today, honor and celebrate who you are. Honor and celebrate your uniqueness. Let it shine in this 
lifetime. Let your wings expand. And if this resonates with you and you think others would appreciate hearing this message too, please share the show with them. We need to pass on positivity. We need to uplift each other and just really allow ourselves to know that we're connected. I have such chills right now because a huge hawk just flew by my window, like at a low path. Wow. Low path. What am I trying to say? I'm kind of in awe here. It's just, it was meant to be. I'll just leave it at that. It's a sign. Pay attention to the signs today in your life and let yourself wake up. Let yourself breathe in a fresh breath. Let yourself dream a new dream. Let yourself see the vision, even if you can't see it now. That's the practice. There is a vision. There is a future life for you. And sometimes you have to, no, you really need to see it to bring it into existence. So allow yourself to dream big, but allow yourself to be here too. Whatever that means for you, I hope that lands and I adore you. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time.